Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning. Today my guest is Gabrielle Saja. Gabrielle is um, an Alexander Technique and Physical Therapist who lives in Washington, D.C. She is the founder of Washington Health and Healing. And she's been a physical therapist for over 25 years and an Alexander t- Technique teacher for 18. And she helps uh, teenagers and adults recover from injuries and pain and also improve general fitness and overall well-being. Gabrielle, welcome to the show. Thank you, Robert. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's a pleasure talking to you as well. Could you begin by giving our listeners a very short description or definition of the Alexander Technique? Certainly. I think about the Alexander Technique. It's a movement re-education process that really helps us tap into and recover our experience of being supported, supported in ourselves and in our bodies. And it's this experience of support that contributes to our poise, our grace, really being able to move through our day with power and confidence in our bodies. Mm-hmm. And um, how do you, just in very general terms to start, and then maybe we can get a little more specific, but how do you relate that process, the Alexander Technique, to physical therapy? Well, it might help first to help our listeners understand what physical therapists do and and what we're trained to do. Mm-hmm. We are the sole medical healthcare practitioners that are trained to assess and figure out why people have certain injuries and illnesses and how they can recover from those injuries and illnesses. So the Alexander technique is a wonderful accompaniment to physical therapy. Because the two are really interested in the same goal. Physical therapists are very interested in overall body function, what's getting in the way of an individual functioning well. And the Alexander Technique is a way of helping people understand and improve how they're using their bodies Mm -hmm. as they go about their day. So the two are really a wonderful combination. Mm -hmm. Um, But And so if someone comes to you, Um, Do they typically come because they want one or the other, or are you the one who who decides which is most appropriate? It's actually both. Um, Some people come to me because they want to learn the Alexander Technique for reasons such as just improving their postural awareness or because they have not been able to recover from an injury without the Alexander Technique. Um, some people come to me with certain injuries and some of them have had previous medical care. Some of them have not had previous medical care. And in certain situations, I might say to a student or a patient, um, this is what physical therapy can offer you. This is what the Alexander technique can offer you. And this is what I recommend. Mm -hmm. And some people, some people need both. Um, but everyone can benefit from the Alexander technique. Right, and I and I, you kind of, in passing, mentioned a really important distinction that physical therapy is is a therapy, and yes. Alexander technique is not a therapy. It's really an edu- educational process. Yes, and it's it's interesting because 
physical therapists do a lot of what we put in the general category, patient education, mm -hmm. um, self-care, home exercise programs. Um, there, there is a certain amount of education involved in it, but it's a very different kind of education. I think the, the principles of education with the Alexander Technique are, are actually more fundamental as far as self-care and use goes. And could you elaborate on that a little bit? Well, in terms of my definition of the Alexander Technique as a process of experiencing ourselves as supported, unified whole, we're really learning to improve our kinesthetic awareness so that we can experience our bodies moving in a full, coordinated manner. Physical therapists are paying attention to perhaps a specific joint mm -hmm. or a specific body region. Mm -hmm. And so the Alexander Technique, I think, is really the foundation for staying with the whole coordination, the whole integration of the entire body and how all the different parts relate. And that's the supporting foundation for any recovery and any means that we're using to recover function of a specific joint. Mm -hmm. So uh, if, if someone comes for an Alexander lesson or lessons, they're often given uh, homework assignments, as it were, by their, their teacher, which might involve things like using Alexander technique directions, exploring the use of them. A physical therapist might give homework assignments I, from my experience, would typically be to do certain very specific exercises uh, of one kind or another. Would that be how you would see one difference between the two? Yes, absolutely. And then the beauty of the Alexander Technique is that if you're participating in both the Alexander Technique and your physical therapy home program, as you're learning the principles of the Alexander Technique to attend to the whole of oneself, then you can use those directions or those internal instructions as you're carrying out your home exercise program from your physical therapy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, there must be, you must have encountered some, some patients or people who've come to you for whom it didn't really seem like Alexander was the way to go because maybe they just were not in a position to mobilize their own thinking uh, to change things or just weren't oriented in that direction? Would you say, have you ever run into that kind of thing? You know, I, I actually find it the sometimes really the opposite way around, that, mm -hmm. that oftentimes people come to me because they have tried other modalities mm -hmm. to get rid of their pain, to help recover from an injury. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason they're struggling with recovering might be because of some underlying whole body movement habits and postural patterns that are preventing them from recovering. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes, people have trouble recovering from injuries because they don't know what they're doing with themselves. So they may be they may have been assigned some exercises to do and they're not doing them well because they actually don't know how to do them well. Yeah, and I think that when they we say that they're not doing them well, it's it's not in the context of they're not using the right form 
or they're not paying attention. It's, it's that their body is really struggling to support itself while they're doing the exercise. And if, if, if our bodies have gotten sort of out of sorts, I, th I think that's a, that's a good way of, of sort of describing why someone might have an Alexander Technique lesson. We get out of sorts in our bodies. We, we don't feel comfortable. We experience a certain sense of dis-ease. Mm -hmm. And if, if that's the foundation, then even a simple exercise can oftentimes aggravate a condition. Mm -hmm. And so I think when people come in for physical therapy and or an Alexander Technique course of lessons, if we begin to help awaken their body awareness, awaken or enliven their kinesthetic awareness, then there's a greater chance of success with perhaps the physical therapy interventions of exercise and manual therapy balance exercises. Mm -hmm. Maybe another way of looking at that is if, if a person, as you say, is, is struggling with, um, with support or just being being uh, mm -hmm. efficiently that they could do an exercise as you say with the right form and and doing and doing it very diligently but the they who is doing it really ha has uh doesn't isn't really able to do it as effectively as possible because of internal tensions and habits of posture and movement that they that they've developed would that would that be something that be a way of looking at it do you think absolutely yeah absolutely. i mean that's now but i do i just i just to, to play devil's advocate for a moment here <laughs> um i i keep thinking of an interview that i did a few years ago with a neurosurgeon who was very supportive of the alexander technique and I asked him the question uh, when, when someone—he's uh, a spinal neurosurgeon—and I asked him the question: Well, someone comes to you, uh, how do you decide whether the best thing for them is surgery or something like the Alexander technique? And his general position is that most people don't need surgery. I mean, he's very, very big on avoiding it. And 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 he says he said, well, one thing. If someone's come, if someone's in my office and they are so unable to really be present, their phones constantly. He gave an example of a hedge fund manager. Their phones constantly ringing. They have to take calls and so on and so forth. And they spend a lot of trouble getting to see him in the first place. His take is: I don't really think it's doing this person a service to suggest Alexander lessons and probably not doing the Alexander teacher much of a service too, just because there are some people who are just not going to want to take the, to do what's needed to actually learn something. They are more inclined to choose something like surgery just because it'll, they'll take care of it hopefully in their view. So do you ever run into people like that who just, aren't able to focus or don't want to or whatever? I, I think that generally most people want to avoid surgery at all costs. And, and there are people that are in a hurry. And, and quite honestly, who wouldn't want to be in a hurry to get better? 
But um, these are people who are in a hurry to get back to their work, you know. Their, well, they, their phone's ringing. They can't not take it, that sort of thing. Well, and the pressures of the world are an even even more important reason why we need to be more aware of and more in touch with ourselves. Mm-hmm. But But I do – there are certainly always going to be people who – Given a couple of lessons, they're not connecting with it. They're having trouble sensing, well, how is it that this subtle but powerful technique is going to help improve my life and improve my injuries? You know, any modality that any person entertains for helping improve their lives, one size does not fit all. Right. And and so I think there are always going to be those people. I, I, I suppose I'm one of those individuals and practitioners who says – I think anyone, if they can have an open mind, they can learn, even with a handful of lessons from the Alexander Technique, mm-hmm. some simple concepts can actually go a long way. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I totally ag- agree with that. Um, and and to, to, to take the, the questioning in a, in a kind of the opposite direction, my own experience with physical therapy has been somewhat limited, but it did include an enormous amount of help I got um, in terms of changing what I now see as kind of a, a structural issue that I don't think the Alexander technique would, as it were, take care of in any reasonable amount of time. Now, I think one thing, sometimes a strategic um, intervention, exercise kind of intervention, can get you quite a long ways, and then the Alexander technique can be the thing that would enable you to carry on with that and improve on it. Yes, and that that actually points to one of the three ways that I think the Alexander technique and the and physical therapy principles interface. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for people that have not been successful with other medical interventions, or who are in a great deal of pain, or who are just simply frustrated and and stressed, the Alexander technique is an excellent starting point mm-hmm. as a as a way in to then help prepare oneself to benefit from a physical therapy program. Um, And then there are people who do benefit from perhaps getting certain joints or regions into a little bit better relationship with the rest of their body. And then they can continue with their, continue with their Alexander technique lessons. I think with any physical therapy program, the Alexander Technique is an excellent adjunct. I, I think that anybody can benefit from Alexander lessons while they're having physical therapy. If, if for no other reason than if part of the physical therapy program is to do some exercises, you can do them more effectively if you're using Alexander Technique principles. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And if you're physical therapist is doing something that we call joint mobilization or the physical therapist is guiding 
um, doing some manual therapy, some soft tissue work, mm-hmm. the, the student or the patient in that moment um, can be using their direction to help let their body be as available as possible, as supported and at ease as possible, so that the joint mobilization or the manual therapy that the physical therapist is performing will have an even greater impact. And maybe for our listeners who might not know what you mean by direction, Could you just elaborate on that a little bit? When I think about the Alexander Technique student giving direction, it is having a little wish or an intention in such a way that the body can come into its full expansive capacity and support. Mm -hmm. You know, FM Alexander had some, had a very specific language, if you will, or phrases that help us really come into ourselves, drop into our bodies so that we can experience ourselves as a unified whole. Mm-hmm. And so if while my physical therapist has his or her hands on my foot and my ankle to increase range of motion or joint mobility in some very specific foot joints, if I am in a unified hole in my body, well, then that treatment by the physical therapist is going to be really great. You're going to get the most out of it that's possible to get absolutely in that situation absolutely right and and in terms of these directions alexander came up with some and there certainly have been some pretty uh, dramatic um new ones that have come along in the last uh, 10 years or so that are i think are even easier to use than, than his but they there is a certain art to, to learning how to use them and uh, but they can be incredibly effective, as you say. Um, is there is there anything else that you would like to talk about? Well, I think in terms of the Alexander technique, in a realm of what physical therapists are often tasked with, um, you know, posture and what we're doing with our bodies when we're sort of so many people are sitting at their desks all day. Mm-hmm. Um, back and neck pain are probably two of the most popular, I hate to use that word, injuries, if you will, mm-hmm. that, um, that physical therapists help people with. And, you know, it's interesting. There's some new research that's coming out that is demonstrating that the shape that our bodies take or the posture that – the postural habits – that one might carry along with them has an impact on how well we think, how clearly we think, and generally how good we feel in ourselves and about the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so the research is showing that if we change our body shape, we can help change how we're feeling and mm-hmm. how we're thinking. And I think what's interesting is that FM Alexander and Alexander Technique teachers for, you know, over 100 years have been helping people change their body shape so that they can feel better in themselves, so that they can think more clearly on their feet. And, you know, the world is is getting more and more connected to all these very small digital and electronic devices. And as we hunch over them more and more and we curl our bodies over our smartphones and we curl our bodies over our our tablets, people are coming in with more and more neck pain, more back pain, um, tendonitis in our hands. And I think, you know, some Alexander Technique lessons can help us 
come back into a place of support, come back into our bodies, and then we can actually engage with our devices in a, in a much better manner. It's if we're embodied in ourselves, not only do we recover our stature, have better postural habits, have more support in our bodies, but then we can actually, I think, really use all the, the gadgets and all this technology to, in a more effective means. Mm-hmm. I would totally agree with that. This this might be a good place to end our conversation, or unless there's anything else you want to add. I think this has been wonderful. Okay, well, my guest today has been Gabrielle Saja, who is uh, an Alexander Technique teacher and physical therapist in the Washington in Washington D.C. Uh, I'll put a link to her website by the interview if anything we've talked about uh, intrigues you and you're in the D.C. area, give her a call. If I'll also put a link to a website where you can find an Alexander Technique teacher anywhere in the world uh, if you're not in the D.C. area. And um, uh, Gabrielle, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Robert. It's been delightful. <laughs> 